Yeah, Tim, I think I'll do the intro today. Okay, well, it's already going. Yeah, that, that's... Uh, you know, I waited, like, three seconds to answer your question, because I was like, I'm going to wait till it starts recording, and then Sam's going to do the intro. <laughs> and, and you're going to leave all of this in. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's just how I do. This used to bug me, like, in the first few episodes, you would just start recording, and you'd catch me off guard, and I'd be talking about something that wasn't the podcast. It would bug me. Now, honestly, I'm numb to it. I'm numb to you, and I'm numb to this movie, 43 <laughs> watches later. Um, hello, last week, everyone. hello everyone. I'm Aya at TechWaifu on Twitter, Instagram, and TechWaifu in your heart. And I'm joined today by my co host for the second time around, Timothy Fitzgerald. What do you mean the second time around? Well, you, last week was your first time watching the movie, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, I see what you're saying now. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> hello, everyone. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Tim at Wembembo on Twitter and Twitch and Instagram. Tim, last week, um, I said something about this movie while we were watching it, and I wanted What's... to bring it up in the recording afterwards, and I forgot what it was. Did you Did you remember? Literally just now I remembered. Okay. <laughs> um, I said to you, um, I don't love this movie, but I also don't hate it anymore. This, I kind of just nothing this movie. And then I drew what I think was the perfect analogy for how I feel about this movie now. Mm-hmm. Which is that you know when you go to a friend's house and they've got like a pet hamster in the cage sleeping in the corner, right? You're never, you're almost never going to interact with that hamster. It's just kind of there. You're there. It's there. It doesn't care about you. You don't care about it. You both just kind of exist in the same space, and that's the the complete length of your relationship with this hamster. Mm-hmm. That's, that's me in this movie at this point. It's just kind of there, existing simultaneously it just with me. In yeah, your space somehow. Yeah, we just like exist together once a week, and that that's where I am with it right now yeah but we are on week 43 which means after uh, this there's only nine watches left yes yeah yes that's very cool that's... love that <sighs> yeah i uh let's 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 talk objectives have you got any i honestly <laughs> it's been because we've had a quite a short time between this watch and our last watch just because of the way the weeks have worked out mm-hmm. i haven't really had time to think of an objective have you tim uh, i tried i tried okay uh i didn't come up with anything right so this might be one of those watches where we just take in the movie and I'm, look for something new i'm just gonna choose my objective i'm gonna look for something new i'm just gonna choose every character's favorite color you know i was kind of thinking about that but uh, i i thought better of it uh but now you're doing it <laughs> uh it's it's extra funny when i do it do you want to tell them why it's extra funny when i do it tim oh yes you're colorblind <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like i don't even know what half the colors i'm referencing are so this is gonna be fun this will be great uh all the characters are gonna pick gray or yellow no tim i'm mostly seeing yellows and browns actually and also a lot of blue so wow yeah well I am going to just look for something new. Something new. You know, at this point in time, we've got the five FPS bird. We've got the, the like, half a second monks. We've got the blender. I don't know, like, how much deeper we have to go into this movie. Like, we obsessed over some background characters that are on screen for literally less than a second. Right, being oh, you're the talking monks. about Louis the Silver Jr. and Girl in the Arcade. No, I'm talking about the monks. Oh, the monks. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Like, I... I don't. How much deeper do we have to go to find something new at this point? Well, that's what I'm going to find out this week. I think you've actually got a very difficult objective, Tim. I think I have as well, uh, but yeah. I, and I really hope I persevere with it. Yeah, same. It means you have to really watch the movie intently and be looking out for stuff, which honestly requires to have a brain power that I just don't have when it comes to this movie anymore. 
Yeah. Well, uh, only nine more to go after this, or ten more, or whatever uh, it is. Yeah. Wait, I... no. This is te- this is beginning of the te- of the last ten. This, this, yeah. So this is like today. We've only got ten watches left today, and this is the first one of that ten. And as soon as we're done with that, we'll have nine. Yeah, we'll be in the single digits, baby. Let's go. Can we actually just say that we now live in a world of base two and binary, and ten in base two translates to two? So now we've actually only got two watches left. Uh, unfortunately, not. Oh. Um, I as much as I would love to agree with you, I don't think we can kind of bend the rules that way. I'm so sad. I know. Like this, Me if too. you cry every time. Lick this, if you cree ever, Tim. All right. I'm let's watch the movie. going to cry. Yeah, let's watch the movie. I love you all very much, and see you in an hour and a half. See you in an hour and a half, everyone. Too yeah. Bye. Welcome back to the Fanatics Podcast, where we just got done with Watch 43. Watch 43. Which means there is nine to go. We are officially in single digits. Yeah. That's that's huge. It's that's... huge. Arya, how are you feeling? Uh, not better than when we started watching, but significantly not worse. I'm just very neutral, honestly. Very neutral at this point. How about you, Tim? I'm fine. I'm just noticing that recording one for some reason says that it's 39 minutes long. <laughs> that certainly wasn't 39 minutes long. I'm going to need to look at that. That's, That's fine. That's kind of crazy. A <laughs> little behind the scenes action for you there. Tim, how are you doing? Yeah, fine, fine. Uh, if I'm honest, I have food literally sat in front of me that I can't eat right now because we're doing this. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> it is... Uh, Mighty tempting, but I'm not going to eat into the microphone because I'm not a savage. I mean, um, I'm very hungry right now, and I have nothing to eat at the minute, so I'm probably going to go shopping after this. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah, man. Let's talk objectives. Aya, what's every character's favourite colour? So, um, I tried to give everyone a different favourite colour, um, although two of them ended up with the same one because I, I could justify them both very separately. Sure. Um, and I noticed there's a very particular theme in that a lot of the favorite colors here are kind of your either earthy or colder tones. There aren't many warm tones in here. And I think maybe that's just talk like a, a reflection of my opinion of this movie. I don't know. Maybe. Um, so I have, first of all, Moose. His favorite color is orange. Okay. One of the only like warmer tones in here. One of only really two. And he likes orange a whole lot. Um, I got to think like, you know, he just like, he likes bright colors. He has the Hawaiian shirt. He's always dressed brightly. And I feel like orange just is kind of the color that would attract him, you know? Um, yeah, so he likes orange. Okay. Uh, Aaron's favorite color is purple. It's kind of out there. It's the color of lots of like sci-fi aliens and stuff. It's a very, um, very Aaron color, I think. I think he would like purple a whole lot. Sure. I mean, it's the best color. So. Yeah, exactly. Purple is my favorite color. Despite oh, yeah, mine too. See him. Yeah. Um, I just see blue, but that's fine because this is a seaplane. Uh, Hunter's favorite color is brown, and he's got like lots of brown in his apartment, all very mahogany, all very wooden. Like, obviously, we've always painted him as kind of a woodsman in and of himself, maybe like a hunter, like legit, like an actual hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like brown is kind of his color. 
Leah's is green. She's got her favorite green jacket. She likes nature. She's vegan, of course. She's very like into like the 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 green aspect of like you know hippie culture, I suppose, like that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think Leah would like that. Uh, Dick is Dick likes blue because he's a cop. Um, ah, okay. Uh, Todd also is the only one that shares a color with someone else, and Todd likes green as well because it's the color of money. Um, also, weed. Yes, but is he seen smoking weed? I think it's heavily implied that he's high in that last scene that he's in, isn't it? Yeah, like it's heavily implied that he's hitting like a CB- CBT pen or something. What is it? CBD? Oh, C- is it CBD? <laughs> I'm not big on my uh, marijuana slangs. So I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so Todd likes green. Uh, Slim's favorite color is black because he's an edgy dark lord, and he's the kind of person that if you argued with him saying that black isn't a color, it's a shade, he would say, "I don't care, nerd, get a life," and then. Give me a wedgie. Um, All right, yep. Julio's favorite color is red because he likes roses and gardening, so he really likes the color red. And Dora's favorite color is white because it's the color of cleanliness. And if you said to her, it's not a color, it's a shade, she would say, well, it contains all colors, and this isn't that the most pure color. So, yeah, that's everyone's favorite color. Okay, good reasoning. Good reasoning. Yeah. Um, I, I managed to complete my objective this week. And found something new in the movie. It was actually impressive. Right. And I don't know how we missed this, because it's not exactly subtle. But it is also, at the same time, the focus is on literally the other side of the frame. Because this is a poorly framed shot where the action is taking place on the right-hand side, isn't it? So... Well, they're kind of following the rule of thirds, and they're doing what's referred to as picture-in-picture framing. Yeah, but Um, there's nothing in the other two pictures. Well, no, that's it. Um, Anyway. it's the scene it's Arya's favourite scene where... it's not it's my least fa- literally it's my least favourite scene, scene. In the, literally my least favourite scene in the whole movie where Hunter is sat with Danny at the bathroom sink and they're having the brushing the teeth scene yes and what we noticed what you noticed that, yeah is that there is a telescope in the bathroom pointed at the sink yep and it's not exactly a small telescope. It's a big fucker on a tripod. Yeah, it's definitely made for like actual like stargazing. Elite, like yeah, like not probably probably not like professional level, but certainly not entry level stargazing. Yeah, like it's an expensive looking telescope. Yeah, and it's sat there, and we paused and looked and tried to analyze if this is like a different room or something. No, it's just sat next to like the towel cupboard in the bathroom. Um, in the bathroom, pointed mm-hmm. at the sink. It's crazy. I don't know how we didn't notice that before. Because all the attention is, like I say, on the other side of the frame. Because this is kind of like on the leftmost side of the frame. And everything's happening on the right. I'm not saying that we've never noticed it. But I'm saying our brain has never, like, stopped to take a moment and process what's actually there. Yeah. Because, like, I'm sure I've noticed the telescope being there. But I've never stopped and thought, why is there a telescope in the bathroom? Because yeah. I'm, I'm too busy being angry at the dialogue taking place. That's also frankly. true. You yeah. are practically foaming at the mouth when that scene comes up i I genuinely hate it like i'm at the point where i kind of just want to mute it when that scene's coming up (laughs) well only nine to go Um, oh my god i've only got to watch that scene nine more times tim and then we're done holy Um, shit cool shall we get on to our regular games yeah let's go for it all right what do you want to start with trapdoor who was phone or let's go for trapdoor okay you want to go with trapdoor so trapdoor uh is a game where i present aya with a scene and Aya can then put a trapdoor under any character's feet, removing them from the movie. Yeah. Aya can then explain how that affects the movie going forward. So what I'm going to go with 
is the scene where Todd is sat on the hood of his car. <laughs> we were just talking about that we scene. We were, which is why I'm going with it. But I'm going to make it such a refined point mm-hmm. that it's only Todd and Moose that are available. Oh, no, you know where I was going to go with it. You were going to go with, like, Dick. Yeah. Well, I mean... You, okay, so honestly, you're not giving me much to work with here. Because I'm I, not. If I remove Todd from it, nothing changes in the movie. This, this is the last time we see him. And this scene, honestly, while one of my favourite scenes, is actually not at all relevant to the plot. If you took it's not it out, important. you took it out, nothing in the movie would change. right? Yeah. So if I dropped Todd of the God through the trap door, nothing would change at all. Unless, if I, hmm? What if everyone who is in the surrounding area can see the trapdoor. I still don't think it would change anything. No? There's not really much going on. Do you if not I think hit... Dink would question it? or? Well, you're confining me to, like, without Dick being there. And also, I feel like Dick's, like, very much off camera, and he's walking down the street. I don't think he would see it when it happened. It would have to be right at the end of the scene for Dick to see it. Okay, well, when are you putting the trapdoor in? Um... I'm going to put the trapdoor under Todd the God's feet right as Moose goes to strangle him. Oh, so he just, like, falls away? He falls He falls down and Moose grabs the air and he's very thoroughly confused, furrows his brow like, what the fuck just happened? Maybe I'm having a bit of a psychotic break. And then he goes on to see Dick, who's like, yo, Moose, how are you doing? You okay? Talk to him a bit. And maybe... <laughs> You know, when I think about it, this scene isn't entirely relevant to the plot, right? Um, no. There's like there's 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 an analogy that's often used specifically when talking about the First World War, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up in in the context of this moving. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a spark that ignites in in, in in Moose's mind that triggers him to go kind of on his break and um you know, uh, stalk Hunter the way he does. Sure. And that 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 spark is Hunter accosting him in the street, right, and doing what he does. Yes, because um, that's when he starts shouting, I'm not a stalker. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of tense moments that build up to that. And it's like if you have an empty barrel and you're kind of filling it with little bits of gunpowder, eventually it'll be enough that a spark will make it blow. And I feel like, you know, a hefty amount of this gunpowder is coming from this scene with Todd the God, right? Uh, he gets called a, a stalker by... Um, he doesn't get caught a stalker by Todd the God, but he's definitely harassing him, uh, adding to his stress levels. And then Dick certainly doesn't help, honestly. Also, um, this previous scene with Leah doesn't help either. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like this is all contributing to what eventually becomes his break. And I think maybe he wouldn't snap quite as hard, or at least quite as fast. And it would probably require, it would probably mean there'd have to be some extra writing added in. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. There you go. That, that, that went way deeper than I thought it was going to. There you go. Um, yeah. Well, guess what? I've got a game coming at you from left field. Uh, it is going to be Shining Light. Oh, Shining, Shining Light. Shining Light. Did I enjoy anything this watch? Um, did I take a shot? Tim, have you got a Shining Light for this week? I do have a Shining Light. It's something that you said. Okay. Uh, we got to talking about the monks again, and you described them as a Bigfoot sighting. <laughs> Basically, it's because we both know that they're there, but we like we just keep missing them to yeah. the point that I'm starting to actually think: Did we just both imagine them? Because <laughs> it's been at least seven or eight watches in a row now where we've just missed them. Yeah, because they're only there for like half a second, right at the start of the scene. Yeah, this is the scene where Fred uh, spends five minutes jerking himself off. 
Yeah, and they go down a road of pure confusion. Yeah. Um, okay, my shining light is probably going to be... Um, I actually, uh, when he was writing the letter to Hunter and he was doing, like, you know, the Max Dad style thing, mm-hmm. it, it made me really want to watch that scene. So I just literally pulled it up on YouTube and watched that scene. And it <laughs> made me laugh a whole bunch. And for, like, 30 seconds, I was watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I was so happy in that moment. <laughs> It's that that is one of my favorite it's always sunny scenes like one of my favorite episodes even. The real reason I pulled it up is cuz I wanted to send it to two of my friends as a bonus episode idea for another podcast that I'm on which is all I'm willing to say. But um yeah so it's just for 30 seconds I was not watching the fanatic and it made me so happy. Wow. All right. Well, let's go to the scene tweet. The scene tweet. Okay, Tim, there is a picture in this movie. A picture. And it is of uh, it. It depicts a a a very smiley moose running across the screen, dressed in a bobby cop outfit, holding a letter addressed to Hunter Dunbar. And also in this scene is um, John Travolta strangling um, Jacob Grodnick, and his tongue is sticking out of his mouth. And it's also the picture that is used as our header banner on Twitter. Yeah, Tim, you have one tweet to describe this picture. How do you do it? An oddly captivating mustache. You know what? It's like, because it clearly doesn't match the colour of the rest of his facial hair, does it? No, not at all. Because John Travolta's got very grey facial hair in this movie. Whereas his mustache is very, like, jet black almost. It's like a charcoal kind of colour? Yeah. Yeah. So a very very captivating mustache. Yeah, okay. That's my my tweet. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Lastly, we're going to do who was... Phone. 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 Who was phone? Tim, there's another scene in this movie. Mm-hmm. In this scene, uh, Moose is in the closet and Hunter Dunbar, while being watched by Moose, takes a phone call. And the phone call goes on one side, something like this. Hello? No, I'm not going to take that gig. That's pay me more money because I'm going to be away from Danny for too long. Um, sorry, I missed your mum yesterday. Nope, uh, Ben is on one of her tears again. Oh, by the way, I kissed the maid again. Whoops, what a goofball. Uh, some weirdo's been sneaking around the house and the maid is terrified. Anyway, call me back. Tim, I've got just one question for you. Mm-hmm. Who was phone? So, jo- uh, not John Travolta, Hunter Dunbar is on the phone to his Uber Eats driver. <laughs> Does this come from the fact that you, you you had an Uber Eats delivered while you were like watching? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tim, can you um, before we get into why? Can 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 you just share with us the text message you got from your Uber Eats driver that one time? Which one? Oh my god! Is there been more than one occurrence? I've had a few weird Uber Eats drivers. <laughs> uh, do you want to just read like out the one that you read to me? Which one you're gonna you're gonna need to remind me? I can't remember. That's the thing. I think it was the most recent occurrence. Most recent occurrence. Yeah, it was like a couple of weeks ago. I think. I had one that told me that I wasn't getting my food unless I smiled. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I was like stood at my door. I was like, "You're all right," and he goes, "Ah, you're not getting your food till you smile." And I was like, "What?" Oh my god! <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, no, credit where credit's due. It got me to smile. <laughs> enjoy. You know what? I'm happy with that, Tim. Why is he on the phone to his Uber Eats driver? Ah, he's just being weird. He's a bit bored. 
Okay. That's all it is. <laughs> all right, cool. There you go. That's such right. a fucking cop-out, Tim. Yes, it is, but I'm looking at my food, really wanting to eat it, and all I'm thinking about is Uber Eats right now. Uh, we're going to have to wrap this up, aren't we? I think so. Let's do our plugs and the five-star letterbox review. Have you got a review? I do have a five-star letterbox review. Okay. And go I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep it short and sweet just for you. Thank this you. one was given to us by Tim on the... Not Tim, wow. Wow. Given to us by Nick on the 20th of April, 2022. <gasps> on the last episode, can we leave five-star letterbox reviews? Oh, absolutely. That's what we're going to do. Okay, cool. So Nick on the 20th of April left a review saying, Moose is in the house! And I think we can all... We could all take something away from that review. It's 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 heart wrenching. It leaves a lot to the imagination and truly it's tells emotional. us what this movie is about. Yeah, honestly, Moose is in the house. Moose is in the house and in our hearts. <laughs> and and sometimes... he won't leave my fucking brain. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes in our butts. Uh, anyway, right, speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, Tim, where can they find you? They can find you guys. Can find me on Twitter at Wembembo. You can find me on Twitch at Wembembo. Instagram that's W E M B E M B O. You can also find me on my other podcast, Video Game Club, where my brother Joey, my friend Slade, and I get together every two weeks to talk about video games not too dissimilar from a book club. You can find me on Twitter at TechWifey, on Instagram at TechWifey, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash IRPK. You can listen to my other podcast, Skilling and Chilling, where me and my two friends get together once every two weeks. We skill, we chill, we play some old school RuneScape, we have a good time, and we talk, talk shit to get us through our grinds while helping you get through yours. And you can also find me at TechWifey in your heart. There Alongside Moose, we're, we're we're living in here together now. Me it's and Moose, like a co-ed situation. Me and Moose are cohabiting in your heart right now. It's 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 uncomfortable, a little bit tense. We're we're thinking about turning it into a roommate sitcom. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, okay, very good. And uh, make sure you join us next week when I will eat a tiramisu that is just a little bit too spicy. Is tiramisu spicy? No, not at all. Okay. All right. Well, join us <laughs> next week for that then. <laughs> yep. See how that goes. It's going to be wild. All right. Well, we'll see you all next week, everyone, for Watch 40 fucking 4. Oh, I cannot believe that. It's insane. I know. All right. We'll see everyone next week. Toodles. Bye, friends. Thank you.